Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to Jimmy Scott Fitness Podcast Radio Show. Coming to you on this Sunday, fun day, March the 28th here, 2021. Hopefully it finds you staying safe and staying sweaty all at the same time. Today's episode is titled, I Used to Hate the Process, which I'm sure a lot of you can relate in some way, shape, or form, whether it be fitness, nutrition, school, Maybe your job, and we're going to kind of dig deep into uh, the rabbit hole of that today. And admittedly, uh, I wasn't going to do this podcast at all. In fact, I actually have a ton of stuff to do, not only for work, which I've been working on here for about the last four hours, and I haven't moved my ass, which i got to get up and do some mobility because my back's getting stiff, but uh, I actually have to go home and uh, clean up my garage and make room for my new Ferrari. Kidding. Everybody, don't freak out about the Ferrari, but I, I do, act, I'm not getting a Ferrari, uh, but I do have to go clean up my garage, which admittedly sucks, and I don't want to do that, so here I am, uh, wasting time, so hopefully Heather does it all before I get home, and you guys get a super dope podcast, and I don't have to clean the garage. Win-win for me and for you, not so much for her, but uh, I read, in, in all reality, that is a majority of why I'm doing this right now, but I also read uh, Tommy Baker put a great post out. Uh, about I used to hate the process and then I turned it actually into an email that'll come out on our newsletter I believe Friday so if you guys are on the newsletter you'll see uh, the transcript come out of that and if you guys are not hit me up we'll, we'll throw you on the list we literally send out at least three emails a week every single week and I've done that for over 11 years some weeks we do five emails six or seven but three per week uh, minimum always and that's been over a decade now which is kind of crazy but it does help you guys who you know obviously read there's a lot of people who don't listen to the podcast, even though there's more who listen to the podcast and obviously read the emails now, but we try to be in all places, so happy to throw you guys on there. So that is what we're going to talk about today, but before I kick in, again, just a reminder, the podcast is brought to you by my homies at Athletic Greens, the one thing I take every single day. If you're somebody who struggles to eat enough fruits and specifically vegetables, because I think fruits are easier to eat than vegetables, at least for me. But I can't eat 14 pieces of fruit every single day, and I'm not going to eat eight different kinds of vegetables. In fact, if I eat a ton of raw vegetables, honestly, even the cooked ones, but the raw ones, it's just a complicated digestive process. I'll let your imagination run wild with that. But I think we all kind of feel that if, if we eat too many Brussels sprouts or we eat too much broccoli, it's just, you know, it's not going to be you know sexual healing playing at your house later in the evening, if you know where I'm going. So... That's why I take Athletic Greens. I eat as many, you know, fruits and veggies as I can, but I'm not going to get, you know, 10 to 12 servings per day, which you would probably need. And you need diverse fruits and vegetables to cover that. And even then, I think you would struggle. And, and who can realistically do that? Nobody. So that's why I take the greens. You guys, if you're taking 14 different pills and struggling to get enough vitamins or minerals in your life, this is a way to get 75 vitamin, vitamins, minerals, and whole food ingredients all in one, something that's going to help you guys with energy, it's going to help your immune system, it's going to help gut health, it's going to help digestion, they even say hormone function, brain function, which for me is obviously ideal, and again, there's no GMOs, no herbicides, no pesticides, there's no artificial colors, flavors, sweeteners, or preservatives, it's about as real as it gets, again, there's no gluten, no dairy, no corn, no peanuts, if you're looking for like an all-in-one whole food supplement that covers all the gaps in your nutrition, this is the thing that I would suggest you guys take. That's why they sponsor the podcast. That's why I've worked with them for, I believe, six years now. And uh, I never go a day without taking it. I really don't. And 
for me, the bonus is not only that you get, you know, vitamin A and C and E uh, and the zinc and folate and all these amazing things, but there is a digestive enzyme and like super mushroom complex in there with the dairy-free probiotics. All of that comes in just a simple scoop. You put in water, shake it, and you slam it. It's way better than taking shots of Jaeger at the bar. So win-win for everybody. If you're interested in checking it out, I can hook you guys up with five free travel packs and a year supply of vitamin D3 with your first order. The site is athleticgreens.com slash Jeremy Scott, and you get a year supply of vitamin D, 100% for free, and five free travel packs to take with you everywhere just for ordering. And if you're really on the fence and like, well, Jeremy, I'm not sure if I'm going to make the investment, hit me up. I'll have Monica send a pack right from this office to your front door. You can try it and then get hooked up with all the free shit. My gift to you guys. Email me, fill out the contact page, Instagram, DM us, whatever it is, wherever you're hearing this, write it down, shoot us a note. We will send you a pack for free. If you want to try right now, athleticgreens.com slash Jeremy Scott, and you guys are in business. So with that said, we're going to talk about, I used to hate the process. And Tommy put this out. It's a great piece. And it struck a chord with me. And I felt like it was just, it's just straight heat. He's just spitting fire lately. He's on, he's in a roll. Uh, Heather and I have to have dinner with him uh, and Taylor for sure soon. And I have to get him back on the podcast. I just, I've been super busy. He's busy. Uh, the life of the entrepreneur hustler. I'm, I'm happy he's doing well, but uh, I need to get him back on here so we can just, you know, speak some life into everybody uh, in our audience. But he wrote this, and I can relate 100% because for big chunks of my life and in certain things, I never loved the process of it. And uh, what you find out is obviously you don't end up sticking with something if you hate doing it. I think that if anyone's listening, it's really hard to be successful. It's really hard to be consistent uh, and have, you know, long-term success and make massive progress and become good, great, or amazing at anything if you hate it. There is the rare unicorns that have some generational talent that, you know, maybe somebody hates basketball and they happen to just be six foot nine and they can run super fast and jump from the free throw line. Even if they hate it, they're probably going to be, you know, okay at it. Uh, but last time I checked, most of us aren't six foot nine. We can't run a four, four forty and we don't jump from the free throw line. So for us to be good at something, we have to play to our strengths and we have to love the process of it. And that comes with everything in life or the way that I phrase it, you know, you got to be willing to eat shit. Sometimes you have to be willing to embrace the suck of things and understand that if it's always easy, there's no growth. If it's always easy, you're never going to make real progress. If it's always easy, nothing's really going to change. And I know we think we'd want that. And I've shared this story before. I forget how it goes exactly, but there's like a Twilight Zone episode where uh, there's this uh, gambler. He's just a degenerate, like addicted to gambling. And I believe he, he dies and, uh, he goes to, you know, what he thinks is, uh, heaven. And he goes there and he's, he's living and he's just, and he plays the slots, he plays cards, he plays everything. And he always wins. He never loses. Like day one wins everything. Boom. He loves it. Day two wins everything. And, the, and as it goes on and on and on, he never loses. There's never any stimulus. It's always easy street. It's always winning. And later on in the episode, he's like, you know, what the hell is going on? I never thought, you know, heaven would be like this. And obviously it's a twilight zone. So there's always a twist. And they look at him and they're like, oh, you think you're in heaven, bro. 
because basically that that was like his hell was it was his gambling but he was always winning there was never the losing and, and the point i'm driving at is there has to be the ups and downs like if you always showed up and you always won and there was it's not even fun half the battle is because there's wins and there's losses the the lows exist to make the highs seem so sweet does that make sense what i'm saying like that's why and i'm gonna go back to sports here really quick when you're playing sports it's the only arena in life where you can be up on top of the world and like your adrenaline's rushing and you feel like you can just kick the shit out of anybody and then 10 seconds later the most gut-wrenching loss someone just you just hit a shot you're up by one there's two seconds left they dribble down they heave up a three-quarter court shot and boom you lost you were on top of the world, and now you're at your rock bottom in 20, 30 seconds. The, the reason that's so amazing, because there's those huge shifts. There's the pendulum swing in what's going on. So it can't always be easy. It just can't be. There has to be some resistance there to create growth. That's why I love fitness, and I parallel sports and fitness to life so much, because it's that struggle that turns you into the badass you are. If it didn't fucking kill you, it didn't bury you. It simply just planted you to grow to be the person you're going to be in the future. That's why sports teaches some amazing things about life. It's why I'm not a huge fan of participation trophies and everybody wins and everybody gets to play. I think that's horseshit, just my opinion. So he shared this on, I used to hate the process. And there's a lot of things I used to hate too. And when I got to a point in my brain mentally where I could just appreciate the mundane, like appreciate the dirt, appreciate the eating the shit work. Things got a lot easier. And a lot of people want things way faster than they're going to happen. That's, you know, obviously we live in a microwave culture. The, the quote I use all the time is, you know, we want microwave results in a crockpot world. But real, I mean, and again, it's the same thing how you eat food. You put shit in a microwave, it tastes okay. You put it in a crockpot, that's the real deal. Great things take time. That's the point. Rome wasn't built in a day. Your body won't be either. Your career won't be. Your relationship with your with your wife and your kids. Like anybody who's good at anything put a good amount of time into it. And it wasn't just about the end game. It was about the process. And when Heather and I sit down and we talk about goals, she's more, you know, likes to look at the end game stuff, which is I think naturally for most people. I'm more of the process. Well, hey, Jeremy, here's what I want to do with the backyard. Here's what I do with this. Or if we want to get a different house or here's what I want to do. Like if it's financial things, if it's travel things, I'm like, well, what's the process to get there? How long is it going to take? How much money do we need? And what do we have to save in order to move the needle that way? Or if we're ever going to go there, what are the dates? What do we have to do to prepare? How are we going to go day by day, week by week, month by month, year by year? It's the process. And I almost like playing the game that way better than just focusing on the end goal. So when we say, I used to hate the process, when I was working and building this business, there were certain things I used to just dread. When I would train my physical body, there were certain things I used to dread. Admittedly, there's still things I hate, like A, the Versa Climber, which we did today for like 51 cal, 51 calories. We did it for Mike's birthday. Mike just turned 51. Mike was here. Uh, so we did 51 of everything. So 51 cows in the Versa Climber. That stuff still sucks. I still hate the process of that. But you guys get where I'm driving at. I used to almost dread it. And now, even if I don't love a singular thing, like A, the Versa Climber, or A, heavy-ass split squats, I love the process of doing it now, even though I might hate the individual metric. 
And a lot of people will say things like, I couldn't wait to get from here to there. When they're talking about, I used to hate the process. And I used to as well. And I couldn't wait to get from here to there because I only focused on, well, how do I become a millionaire? You know, how do, I, how do I get in the cover of muscle and fitness? How do I get to work with men's health? How do I insert whatever my goal was? And I couldn't wait to get from here to there and just check off the next list of accomplishments so I could move on to the next goal post and the next goal post. Does that sound familiar to anybody out there who's an achiever? Because we're sprinting and they're speeding over the process and we're not fully embracing it and engaging it and we're just going from this goal to the next goal to the next goal and it's just this endless cycle. It's like you reach the mountaintop and you're like, okay, now what? You reach the next mountaintop and you're like, now what? And you're never fulfilled and you're never happy because the process in the game is everything. I've always said it and I'll always say it. I don't do this for money here. Yes, we do it for money because obviously we live in an economic world, but I don't do it just for money. I do it because I like it. I like coming here, putting Batman on the TV, playing Tupac or 80s hits, whatever these guys are into, and then going through these workouts. And then bullshitting with them before and afterwards and, and sharing inappropriate jokes and helping them move better and feel better and live a better life. And I do that by leading from the front. But I like the process of it. I like getting up early. I like putting in a good day's work. I like actually helping people. I don't want to just bullshit. You know, I don't want to do something. I don't want to feel like I have to come here just to pay bills. Like I want to get rid of that stuff so I can operate freely here. I don't want to have to come to, my, to work to, to make a mortgage payment. So I paid off my house because I'm like, fuck it, I don't want to do that. I want to be free of that so I can run this the way that I want to run it, a way that can actually truly help people so we can give them time, so we can give them free shit, so we can give them as much value as possible. So I'm not doing things just for dollars. I'm doing them to actually help humans. And I want to enjoy being here. That's why I don't want people here who suck. I want to enjoy the process. So as I've gotten older, I've stopped looking at how do I get from here to there only. I look at the middle part. I don't look at just like where I am. I don't look at just like where I'm going to go. I look at everything in the middle. And I'm done just checking off just goal after goal after goal. We have goals for sure, but I want to enjoy the steps to getting to the goals. I'm not just focused on the end zone. I want to enjoy being at the 10, the 20, and the 30-yard line on my way to scoring the next touchdown. And so for a lot of achievers out there, I know it sounds familiar to you. You're just worried about how do I get from here to here? And then the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. However, when I would only focus on the end game and I hated the process of it, right? Like, and you have to know that about yourself and you have to audit. Like, it's why, you know, obviously I competed in bodybuilding and, and men's physique and like uh, whatever it is. What was uh, Fitness America? Male model, like all that bullshit where you're on stage and little to no clothes. And it's a, you learn a lot of life lessons in bodybuilding and in competing in that way. I, I think there's more positives than, than negatives, although for a lot of people it's hard for them to to do it correctly and uh, detach their mind uh, from that world and, and what reality is. But I was only focused on the end goal for that. I'm going to compete. I'm going to get as lean as humanly possible. I'm going to get on stage. I'm going to win. I'm going to get a sponsorship. I'm going to get paid money. I'm going to be, you know, uh, in this magazine. I'm going to work at the Olympia and the Arnold for this supplement company. And I'm going to do like that was my whole game was like, if I just get as, as shredded as I can, look as good as I can, practice my posing, practice my stage presence, I'll get up there. That'll be part of who I am and what I do. And it was only focused on the conditioning that I could get in and building muscle um, 
doing workouts that I didn't necessarily like, uh, competing on stage, which is the opposite of my personality. I'm, I don't want to be like, hey, look at me, look how great I am. I actually fucking hate it uh, personally. It's uncomfortable. I don't really care to be judged that way. I don't care for the ecosystem and the culture that that creates, and I don't like you being on stage under bright lights. It's I know it's it's probably odd for some people to hear who just start listening to us, but it's the opposite of my personality type. I'd rather go somewhere and be invisible. I don't want to, to stick out. I, I truly don't. I would never have called this Jeremy Scott Fitness if I knew it would have turned into this thing, but here we are. Made my bed, now I'm going to sleep in it. The point I'm driving at is I was only focused on winning. I was only focused on the end game. I was only focused on winning this show and then the next show and then the next... Uh, sponsorship and the next photo shoot and I was miserable uh, doing that and that's why I don't do it anymore it was uh it's frustrating uh you know to to go into that and and to win and to have people tell you you're awesome but you really weren't having fun you were only doing it for the end game and and sometimes that's part of life um and it got me to here and I learned a lot from it but it was it was unfulfilling and then obviously you know as you get older hopefully you become smarter and through all those experiences, I just woke up and I realized, you know, why am I going to spend 98% of my time doing a process I don't like? Why am I going to spend most of my time doing some shit that I hate? What's the point of even being on earth then? It's to have fun. Like, I, I feel like we're all like animals. We are, obviously. And we're just chasing feelings. We're just chasing sensations. I, I truly believe that. We're giant babies. That's kind of how I look at humans. Like, I'm just chasing, like, mm, this coffee tastes amazing. I like it. Or, oh, I'm having sex. This feels good. Or, oh, I like, a, you know, sunshine and, and a cool breeze. Like, I'm chasing feelings. And I mean that, like, obviously those are physical, you know, stimulants. But I also like, oh, I'm happy. I have energy, you know. I'm well-rested. I have gratitude. Like, that's what we're chasing. So I'm like, why am I spending my all my time and energy doing some shit that I hate just for an end goal? That seems ridiculous. Why not love part of what you do or all of what you do for that matter? Now, obviously, there's going to be things that always suck. There's things here that I don't truly love. But why not love most of it? Why not savor the process? Why not celebrate in it along the way? And... What I noticed was the more I infused the process with gratitude, with peace, with freedom, and all the things I was waiting for, the better the results were. And that's what I'm driving at here. And I think, obviously, Tommy shares the same sentiment, is when you have a process, at, if it's at your, in your education, if it's uh, at your job, definitely if it's with your nutrition, definitely if it's with your fitness and your marriage, most definitely, all of these things. When you can infuse the process of, of having a better marriage, of having a fitter body, of you know being healthier, being more educated, and, and advancing in your career, and, some, and again, if it's money or status or fulfillment or if it's a combination of the three with you and your job, when you can infuse gratitude and peace and freedom, the results are going to be so much better than if you're just focused on, well, how do I make partner? How do I get the next you know, $20,000 raise? How do I get the next house? How do I get the, the upgrading car? The reality is most people hate the process of damn near everything they do. And some people are talented enough to still be quote unquote like, you know, kind of a success, if you will. But very few people are, uh, are talented enough to become successful if they really hate something.
So most people hate the process of exercising. Most people hate the process of eating right. Most people hate the process of work. And that's why you see America, I guess specifically, uh, in the boat that we're in. Most people avoid the process, to be all honest with you guys. Most people avoid the process of doing what is necessary to be happy and to be healthy and obviously to be successful. And most people simply just endure the process and hold their breath and they count the minutes until it's over. And I think that's, it's pretty sad. And I think, I don't know the statistics specifically. Uh, I've shared these numbers before, but a lot of people, you know, they just, if we tie this to work or career, they just live for the weekends. And I think that's a terrible way to live your life. It's, um, it's just stupidity. You're, you're wasting so much of your existence. If you're just praying for Friday to come, uh, that Monday through Thursday is probably about 65% of your life, give or take. And uh, why would you want to wish away 65% of your existence doing some shit that you hate, you don't like, you don't enjoy it, you're miserable just to get to a Friday to numb yourself with you know drugs or alcohol or escapism through just TV just to kind of wake up, wash, rinse, repeat, and do the same thing again? It's not necessary. Obviously, you know, the pandemic and this shit has, has thrown people's jobs and careers off and you might have to do some things right now in the short term that you maybe don't love every second of the day. But that doesn't mean that's going to be the rest of your life. It doesn't mean you have to just kind of wake up and be like, oh, well, I'm going to grind through another week. I'm going to endure another week of shit just to get to here. And then once I get to this, then I'll be happy. Like once I get to that, then I'll buy the house I want to and then I'll... It rarely ever works that way for anybody. It really doesn't. And if you hated every second to get there, it's going to be really hard to sustain it in the long run. That's why we don't, you know, hand out shitty meal plans here. That's why I don't teach fad diets. That's why we don't, you know, give these insane programs that are that are never going to be able to be completed. Because if it's not sustainable, it's not attainable for the long term. And if you can't make it part of your lifestyle that just functionally works, then what the hell's the point? Because then the results are going to, they're fleeting. You know, people would say, well, I'm going to eat, you know, this way, and I fucking hate it, and it's miserable, until I get to my goal weight, or until I get to here, and then I'm just going to do what I need to do to maintain. The problem is, what you did to get there is what you're going to have to do to stay there, and probably even more, especially if we're talking about fitness in your physical body, because you're always getting older and softer and wrinklier, that's just reality. So most people simply just endure the process and they just eat shit and they kind of go through their life wishing and praying for the weekends or just focusing on the end goal only. And then they wonder why they're not staying motivated as they pursue their dreams or as they want to take things to the next level. So here's the ultimate question. What if the process was not the means to an end of freedom, peace and aliveness, but the end itself? What if the process was not just the means to your goal, but if the process itself was the game? I believe the, the, the book by Ryan Holiday is The Obstacle is the Way, which is a great book, by the way. And that's kind of what they talk about. The obstacle is the way. What if the process is everything? What if the process is the game? Like if you want to I go sports, because I'm a sports person. I grew up playing sports my whole life. Yeah, you're focused on winning a championship. You're, you want to win the conference championship, the regional championship, the state championship, the national championship, all these things. 
but you love the process. You love the game. And the game is everything. When you're playing in the game, like you're you're in the regular season, you're in the playoffs, you're in the finals, that's what it is. That's a majority of it. The championship's going to come at the end if you eventually get there. But the process is not just the means to an end, but what if it's the end itself? You actually enjoy playing the games. You enjoy doing something. You practice at it. You get obsessed with it. It's like anything. It builds momentum. It snowballs in itself. And all of a sudden, now you've become this monster where these goals, these benchmarks, these accolades are showing up because you love what you're doing every single day. So when you stop making the process be just a, a means to an end, but the end itself, when that happens, you're going to find, obviously, joy in what you're doing. And understanding, like, this is the game. Like, the what you're doing is everything. I don't know if this is coming out clear enough. The daily way you live your life, that's a majority of what your life is. Not just the moments you celebrate. So when you can actually just hunker down and be like, you know what? This is what it's going to take. I have to start embracing the, the parts of it that suck and understand like those exists. So the highs are higher. And when you can really just accept, like I got a guy here, Raul, who's on the podcast got a couple weeks ago, luxury real estate icon with his $1,200 shoes he wore in here, which is still insane to me. Love him to death though. Uh, he comes in now and he'll actually will say this out loud. And he's like, I just know this is going to suck today. And I'm okay with it. I'm embracing it. I'm going to find some energy in it. I'm going to find some you know, joy in it, in accomplishment or pushing myself or knowing that I don't want to do it, but I'm going to do it anyway. He just really embraces the suck of it. And he's like, I'm willing to eat shit on this because it's going to make me better here. And it becomes easier and you build momentum and you build self-confidence in that. So once you understand that the process is everything and not just the goal, you're going to find joy in the process. You're going to start searching for fun in the process. You're going to find peace in it, energy in it, freedom in the process. There's going to be an aliveness in the process. There's going to be expansion in that as well. And best of all, you're going to stop focusing on just the illusion of the goals. And you're going to stop waiting on just the arrival of the goals. And you're going to stop focusing on just the future to experience like what your life has to offer. Because... Sitting and just waiting for the end result doesn't sound like a lot of fun. And most people get stuck on this place called Someday Island because what happens is even if they start something, they start they want to lose 100 pounds. They want to stop drinking. They want to start eating right. They want to upgrade their house. They want to uh, advance in their career. They want to you know drive a Lamborghini. Whatever the thing is, they, they set out on a path and they have the goal in mind, which is fine. But the process to get all of those things, lose the 100 pounds, they're in an exercise workout program that they fucking hate. Uh, you know, we're going to eat, we're going to start to eat better, and yet they're not creative with any of the recipes or what they're doing, and they're just eating like plain-ass chicken and asparagus every single day because that, they think that's the fastest, most efficient way to do it. They're never going to make it. They're waiting for some illusion of arrival in the future of this, I guess, idealistic future that it's probably never going to come. And they're missing their entire life on the way there. They're just trying to basically, what is that Adam Sandler movie where he hits the, the fast forward button? He fast forwards through all the work shit so he can get to the end. It's, it's one of the worst things you could ever wish for and want to do because you're wishing away your life. 
you're suffering through what should be the fun part about it. And the, and the journey is everything. The journey is the game. Because people who only focus on the end result get stuck on the place I call Someday Island. Well, someday, you know, I'll lose the 100 pounds. Someday I'll write the book. Someday I'll travel the world. Someday I'll pay off my credit card debt. Someday I'll get out of whatever it is. And the sad thing is for most of those people, someday never comes. They get trapped either in this state of purgatory of never even taking the leap or they start it, but they hate the day-to-day. They hate the process. They hate the steps to get there so much. They quit far before any real results or anything amazing ever happened. And I just wanted to share this for the fact of you have to like what you're doing or parts of what you're doing in anything in life if you want to be successful in it. And when I say successful, I mean you're happy, you've made massive progress, and you're so much further along than when you started. Because otherwise you're never going to make it. If I didn't like 90 whatever percent of what I do here, none of you would be listening to me. If I didn't like most things that we do here, this would not exist. I would have quit probably eight years ago because it's just too fucking hard. It'd be too hard to wake up every single day before four o'clock in the morning and work with people. It'd be too hard every single day to listen to people's, you know, problems and issues and, and try to help them. It'd be too hard every single day to train myself. If I didn't really love movement and fitness, it'd be too hard to be in this shape at my age. Like now Heather and I will joke and like I'll get out of the, the shower and I'll have my little flex moment at home and I'm like like, yeah, dude, I I'm still fit. I'm like I'm still doing this. And uh it's crazy because I'm and I always share the story like where my buddy Dave and I, and Dave, I'll get Dave on the podcast. Dave has been on the cover of Iron Man. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful man. And uh, I remember him and I would be at the pools when we first moved here. We're the typical Midwest guys, you know. We're, we're going to be shredded and, and hook up with all these chicks. And I meet my wife the third day I'm here, so she kills all my plans. But I picked a good one, so I'm okay. But we would, like, be at the pool, and older dudes would see us. And obviously, we're young, you know, 23, 4, 5 fit dudes. How old are you guys? Uh, 24, uh, 25. Oh man, I used to look just like you guys, you know, wait till you're my age and dude's like 35 at the time. And, uh, it would really piss Dave off. It would, t I would take a little slight to it, but I would let it go. And Dave just would, would hold on to it. And the point I'm driving at is like, well, here I am now older than the guys who used to talk shit to me. And I'm the fittest I've ever been best mobility I've ever had the leanest I am overall every single day. And that's not me, you know, trying to brag to you guys. What I'm trying to circle back to is I love, I love the process of it. I love to eat right because I feel good. I love to learn about nutrition because it helps me and it helps all of you. I love to train. I love to push myself. I love to come in here on Sundays and do these terrible-ass workouts just like a lot of you guys do who watch the ones we share on Instagram. We love the process of it, and because of that, I get lost in it, and I find myself wanting to do more. You know, I want to be fitter. I want to be healthier. I want to success hack all of those things so I can be the fittest, healthiest, happiest person possible so I can produce and give back to others. That's why I'm sitting here on this podcast rambling right now. That, and I don't want to go clean my garage, but I do enjoy it because I know it helps you guys. And it's these little reminders. And, and I have a great circle of friends and people, and we all kind of, you know, we all lift each other up. You know, rising tides raise all ships, as they say. And that's what I'm at here. I would not be this, you know, person if I didn't like what I'm doing every day because I've seen the other side. I've seen the people who hate fitness and who hate eating right. They never make it. 
when every day seems like a chore, when every day seems like they're on a diet, when every day they hate going to fucking work, they don't end up being super successful. I watched it for years where I grew up. My ecosystem with, you know, uh, my old man and his friends and those people, a lot of those guys hated what they did, man. And they never end up making a ton of money. They never end up being super fulfilled because you're doing something you don't really like. And I'm not going to knock anybody. You know, the world's way different now. I can, you know, yeah, I do this for a living, but I'm like, when when my parents and my grandparents are, are younger, there is no internet. They can't crush it on a podcast. They can't crush it on YouTube and Instagram. They can't build an email list. Like, it's we live in the greatest time and the greatest era ever. So I, I can't knock those guys for it. And I can't imagine how hard it would be to not have this. You know, I've had so many opportunities that they never had with. Uh, obviously technology and resources and I met the right people at the right time and just like I always say I'm, I'm super blessed and it would suck to be you know born you know 50 years back when you don't have all the same tools and now it's like you really don't have a lot of excuses you can learn so many things just on YouTube and, and searching and you can become an expert if you really love something and that's the what I'm driving at is you got to love the process you guys and you got to go all in on your strength and you got to find something that like you enjoy and and you're passionate about and you're happy about and understand if you want to be really good at it um, and get paid for it you're going to have to eat shit and you got to understand it's going to be a slow process it's going to be painful there's ups there's downs there's roadblocks there's days where you're going to question your sanity and, and you're probably going to want to quit but you just keep it moving and you just understand it. If you, if you come at it with a place of, you know, you have gratitude and you know, it's not always going to be easy. That's the key. You just, you, you flip the way that you look at it and you think about it. And if you do that, I can promise you over time, if you're consistent with your efforts, because you're enjoying it, the results are going to come way more than you ever thought possible. It's the truth. Uh, it's the only way I've been able to do any of this is that I, I just, I created a world where I'm like, I'm going to do the things that I like. And I'm going to, there's a, enough bullshit stuff I got to, you know, plug through to make things run. But for the majority, I like it. And it's fun to see how much I can accomplish, how many people we can help, how many things we can do, you know, in whatever happens, happens. And I think most of you will be in the same boat, but you're you're not going to make it. You're never going to reach your full potential. You're never going to live the best life possible. You're never going to be the fittest, the happiest, the healthiest you can be if you're miserable and if you're frustrated, and if you find what you're doing every day is unfulfilling, it's really hard to be at the pinnacle of anything or reach your full potential if, if you're miserable and you're not fulfilled in your daily tasks. I truly believe that. I, I talk about it with Heather all the time at our house. I'm like, you know, no matter what we do in our life, I'm like, you know what, I just think about what is my Tuesday like? What is my Wednesday like? What is my Thursday life? I'm, forget all the vacations and the trips and the, and the special events when people come to visit at our house. That stuff's all cool. But most of our life is just a basic Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. And what are those days like? And do I enjoy the process on those days? Because I don't want to be wishing away 65 to 70% of my life wishing for the weekends and just praying for the end results. That's why I'm glad fitness is so hard because it, so few people are fit because you have to fucking earn it. You can't buy it. You can't rent it. No one's going to give it to you. You have to actually show up and do the work. You have to actually eat the food. You actually have to go to sleep. You have to do the mobility. You have to take care of yourself. And it's it's the price you pay. It's uh, the initiation into this club of, of people who are being super fit. And the, the awesome thing is, is that anybody can do it. It just takes a little bit of time, effort, energy consistently to, to eat right, to train, to sleep, and take care of yourself and make yourself a priority. Anybody can do that. Other things in life, not everybody can do. Um I can't uh, I can't be a college math professor. 
I can barely count. Like I'm not going to be, uh, you know, a college English teacher. I don't know shit about punctuation. But I can be healthy and I can be fit and I can be happy and I can play to my strengths outside of those things to create a life of success and happiness and everybody else can too. But if you hate the process and you're only focusing on the goalposts that are always moving, I think you're going to find yourself chasing your tail, living a real, you know, kind of frustrating, unfulfilling life. At least that's what I've seen here coaching people the last 15 years and I don't know if that's ever going to change. So why not just focus on loving what you do? and uh and celebrating it and really finding you know the things that you thrive on if you can do that i think you're gonna have more joy and more fun in your life than you ever thought was possible and you're going to reach higher levels of success in each one of those areas whatever success means to to you guys so hopefully you enjoyed that quick rant uh tommy had put out the original piece i obviously went off script because i'm going a little bonkers today but uh, I appreciate you guys as always. Hopefully that lit a fire into your ass to if you're finding yourself in kind of like an energy suck or a rut, um, get out of it. Do things you like, man. I say it all the time. It's just like that's the game. That's what we're here for, to, to give back to other people, make the world a better place, you know, than obviously we found it, and, and have a shitload of fun along the way. And, and some days are our grind, and some days do suck. Admittedly, I'm, I'll be the first one to say it. Some days I'm like, God, this sucks, dude. Um, and always, even in that suck, I'll find moments, um, and, and little rays of like things I love. And, uh, they always make for good stories, <laughs> no matter what, uh, they, the, the shittier stuff tends to make for not only better stories, but it's what makes you, you, and it just, it builds you up, uh, you know, for the next time something comes your way, you can just simply, you know, deflect it off and, and keep things moving. So, have an awesome Sunday, everybody. And reminder, if you want to get some Athletic Greens, the site athleticgreens.com slash Jeremy Scott for five free travel packs and a year's supply of free vitamin D. Or I'll have Monica send a pack right to your front door. My gift to all of you to help you be a little bit healthier and happier in your fitness journey. If you're watching on YouTube, thank you guys as always. And again, if you're on Apple Podcasts on your iPhone, that little purple podcast button, simply hit it. Scroll your finger all the way down. Click that five-star button. Leave me a couple of comments. I truly would appreciate it. And share this with a friend or family member who maybe thinks their job sucks or they're struggling to get fit and they just they can't really find their rhythm. Maybe this can be the thing that just, you know, kicks them into high gear. So I appreciate you guys as always. I'll be back on Friday with Alexia Clark. We'll talk about her, um, her crazy uh, pandemic story, going through surgery, has some life-changing moments. And... Uh, what she's doing to stay fit and be fit. So uh, until next time, eat well, train hard, be nice to people, and please, you guys, keep doing shit you love with people you enjoy because your life is too short not to. I'll talk to you soon. Peace.